welcome to another episode of the Sparks and Rhinestones pageant podcast, one of the top UK podcasts for all things pageantry. I'm your host, Hannah Gording, founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones, and today we're going to be talking about you, and um, not just a Netflix series, <laughs> uh, and you know, this can be anyone who's listening, but we're going to talk about you specifically, because a lot of pageant people, when they go into that interview, find it really hard to talk about themselves. Um, so I'm going to tell you how to help that. Um, from someone who talks a lot about themselves, <laughs> usually in a jokey way, um, but when it comes to interviews and press and, you know, online things, you need to talk more about yourself. Um, and of course you have that pageant link about the stuff you've been doing, but as we've said in previous episodes, you don't want your interview to be so serious and so pageant heavy that you look like a great fit on paper, but there's nothing about you. And I mean, that sounds really harsh, but if you're not giving them that and you're going there completely robot, um, deviant of personality, that's going to not give you those marks to push you up. I will 100% say that all the titles that I have taken has definitely been because of my personality. I know enough to give a good mix of pageantry, but also to add little bits in. Every time I'm interview training, I get in about drag race all the time because that's something that I really love and there's something about me that you know, describes the type of person I am. I mean, you can make your assumption of what the type of person I am from that information, but that's what they're getting. You only get three minutes, one minute, and especially for pageants that are really heavy on personality and are not going to be asking you the typical pageant questions. You need to be able to explain and go deeper. So with all of that, I am going to help you get out some of your you points. Um, you can't collect these or redeem them, but you can put them down. Um, we're going to be talking about that, talking about how to apply an interview, and then how to apply it to your pageant brand. Um, when I say pageant brand, you're like, what? Um, but, you know, it's it's what you are known for. Um, then how you can link it into your platform, and then we're going to talk a little bit about platforms at the end, but not too much, depending on how much I can record of this, because I did just get a text from my daughter's school, so we'll see if I have to go in or not. Um, not about her. <laughs> so apparently they've got no water. Um, which of course is a great Monday. It's the Mondiest Monday of ever. But enough about me. Let's get into it. So what I want you to do is when you are pageant prepping and when you're interview prepping, and even when it comes to uh, online interviews, not just your pageant interview. You need to write down a few fun things about you. And sometimes this makes you cringe because you're like, what is fun about me? Um, so we're going to list a few things and then I hope that you'll be like, oh yeah, you know, this is what I do. If you have any hobbies, any hobbies at all, put them down. Um, any hobbies, any interests, anything fun about yourself. When I say fun, like maybe something that is not known um and some people think that sometimes their hobbies is not exciting if you like reading um that might not seem exciting to some 
But to you, it is. Like, that's how you come down, how you relax, how you use your imagination. Um, and with that, you can lead on to other things. So I'm going to give you the example of, if I said, I really love to read, rather than just saying, I really love to read, and then listing another hobby, you know, because they might ask a question, like the intro, like, what, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself, or maybe they might ask you, what do I do for fun, or, you know, what's your typical Sunday afternoon, um, like, loads of things they could ask that will bring you to this. If I say I like to read, I'm not just going to stop there. I could say, I really love to read, um, I love a lot of uh, non-fiction, so for me personally, right now at the moment, I'm reading a lot of feminist books because I want to be studied up <laughs> on, and that's the best way I know how uh, to learn new things is to read and to hear different perspectives, but a fiction author who I really love is Judy Pickup, and she writes these books which are incredible, and they really give you a moral, like, dilemma like what would you do if you ever seen the movie my sister's keeper which i actually haven't but because i've read the book i know what happens <laughs> um you know it's a crazy like what would you do in that position it really does make you think now from that sentence there i've told you more than just i really like to read this is my favorite book you have to explain the reason why and from that you gather that i read lots of different books but i really like a book that makes you think um so that gives you a little layer about me the same is you can take this if someone asks you you know um i really love reading what's your favorite book to read and you don't read <laughs> you can say i'm not really much of a book person because i don't feel like i can sit down and read for hours a podcast hello <laughs> a podcast or an audiobook might be more my thing um but i'm really into a tv series right now um now, for me, I can't really see TV series because I don't really watch much TV apart from Drag Race. They probably would talk about Drag Race. I'm, like, actually really obsessed um, with Drag Race right now. There's so many good stories, like the fashion. I would love to be in that workroom and just trying to create a gown in a day. That'd be amazing. Uh, but also, I like to watch the international versions, which is really hard to concentrate when you're reading the subtitles and your mind starts to wander. Um, but I love it celebration of all drag so you can take any question like that um i can give a little bit more in depth now if you want to make it more pageantry i could have then linked in how i love drag race and you know such a celebration of the lgbtq community which is something that i um promote a lot of in my platform um one thing i really want to do with the crown was to attend more prides and more lgbt friendly events to bring that into pageantry because there needs to be more um but you have to remember that not every pageant question has to be about pageants um so this is why it's really important to practice personality questions and some people will say against this advice and as I said pageantry is subjective my advice can be completely different to another coach um, or another expert and it really does depend on where you are as well because UK pageantry is different to Canadian pageantry and it's different to US pageantry different to the Philippines pageantry um you know there's a different way I'm not saying a different way because you know you still have an interview but 
different questions, maybe a different style, um, and what they're looking for. Um, you know, it could be completely different. But I always like to practice the personality questions because some questions require a little bit of thought. Now, some people say, well, that's not, you're not going to get the first thing that comes to your head, which usually is the first thing. Um, but then you get flustered, you're like, oh, I didn't prep for that, or I didn't think of that, or why are you asking me that question? Like, some of the questions I ask in interview practice are crazy. <laughs> like, you would not think that. But these are questions that have turned up in interviews before. So it's always nice to be prepared and also to know what you want to share with the judges. Now, we always say, like, you know, you want to tell them everything, but there are some things that maybe you don't want to tell the judges. Um, maybe there's some things you want to keep a little close to your chest. Um, and sometimes things aren't that appropriate <laughs> for the judges, to be honest. So definitely practice the personality questions, but also how you're going to inject your personality in other pageant questions. So the questions about your qualities, um, or three words about yourself, or what makes a role model. There are going to be qualities that are personal to you and to pageantry because the question of what makes you unique or what makes you stand out um a lot of people kind of freeze and go "Mm, I don't actually know or they say an answer that you that they think you want to hear and that's not the case we want to know what actually makes you not different because although (laughs) Although we are all different in our own ways, there are going to be similarities. Um, but the only person who knows you better than yourself, or is you, like, you know yourself. Um, that was kind of defund there. <laughs> but it's sometimes reflecting about your personal life, like, um, you know, your childhood. And obviously, we're not going to go too deep, but, um, you know, like, your family values and your family life. Like, are you a nuclear family? Um... Did you have to learn a lot growing up? Um, you know, are you the oldest? Are you the youngest? Um, is there anything that your family taught you that you can then bring that into pageantry? Um, it could be, you know, something about your job or, you know, things like that that will help your qualities where it doesn't have to automatically be a, a pageantry answer. So, for example, I can say that... I am, I was going to say something different. I can say that I have incredible timekeeping skills sometimes. Um, no, I say I can have very good organisation skills because not only as a mother do I need to be organised to know exactly where I am and when I am, like, you know, with childcare, what things I can do, what I can't. But also when I was younger, you know, I'm the second oldest of five and I would look after my siblings all the time. Um, but I had to be organised to know, like, when they were going to school, what I could do with them, my studies, and bring that into my work life and into my pageant life. Because you know, your pageant interview is basically like a, a normal interview. It's just a little bit more sparkly. Um, you know, you're dressed up a bit. Well, I don't know, you can always dress up with other interviews, I guess, but... So when you think of examples of qualities, you need to bring examples into it. Um, so obviously not just the, the quality, but an example to it, whether it's something in your pageant journey or something that describes you. Because, for example, if you say that you're resilient, how are you resilient? 
you know, because sometimes just, you know, you've not given up on this pageant. That's just one side. Is there something else that you can, you know, share? Um, so these questions and to make the interview about you, especially the question, you know, what makes a good role model? Um, if you just explain what makes a good role model and not inject yourself into it, you're only answering half the question and you're missing out on, on vital times where you can change that narrative because you can change the narrative of the whole interview with your answers by giving them what you want to give rather than what they are expecting you to give or what you think they're expecting when actually what you're doing in the first place was actually good (laughs) it's always a, a weird a weird circle of things but this goes into the whole aspect of not just a pageant interview, but online pageant interviews, um, where you are talking about, you know, why you enter the pageant, you know, a little bit like personality questions on there as well. You know, tell me a story about um, something that happened at this event or, you know, tell me your favourite appearance, which sometimes it goes into your interview as well, or something that you're proud of. But with these online interviews, you can tend to go a bit more personal, like a bit more personality, because you have longer to explain. And also, you don't want to watch an interview where it's very monotone. Um, you know, you don't want to watch the, where there's nothing, there's no conversation, um, you know, it's not sparking. The best times when you see people laughing on lives, Um and, you know, sharing some fun things. Like, I know for myself, you know, those stories are probably... People are like, what? Like, why? I remember doing a live, actually. This was not a pageant live. I was on TikTok and I was saying how I, I stored my hair extensions. And it was like a little Harry Potter, Potter um, briefcase. And the girls were laughing, like, why do you have a briefcase full of hair? I was like, it's obviously fake hair. Well, actually, it's actually real hair, but it's extensions. Um... <laughs> It's extensions like where else am I gonna store it? It just looks really cute. Um, you know, and you know, get little tidbits like that because I know like sometimes some pageant like um forums will take like really funny quotes out of your interview or like really like quotes out of quite on out of context and use that as um you know as, as social posts. Um, and you know, like it makes you intrigued. Like, why? What? What? Someone said about this. What's this? Um. I think these interviews just give you a lot longer to showcase your personality and also makes you then think about what you want to give to the judges. Um, But, you know, especially in pageantry, you need to be comfortable talking about yourself because a lot of questions will be directed just about you. Like, for example, on the podcast, like on the platform talks, it's not more about you, it's more about what you're standing for. So there will be serious questions um, and it's, you know, I'm not asking you your favourite colour or your favourite season, like, we're talking about, like, really important issues. So there'll be a layer of seriousness to that, but, you know, for general chit-chat, like, I always say, like, Sparkle's live interviews are always, like, light and fluffy, like, we're getting to some things, but mainly they're going to be, like, fun things to, to talk about and discuss, and, you know, it depends on what questions other people bring <laughs> in the live. But use these to your advantage, but to help your interview skills and to be more comfortable talking about yourself. Um, 
Now, with these as well, it's good to shape what you want to project in the pageant world. Like, what do you want to be known as? Now, we all have multi-different talents and we're known for different things. But this is where your platform comes into it. So, a lot of people, when they pick a platform, they might pick a platform because it's it's an in platform, I guess. Or it's a, something that's really talked about. Um, sometimes people go for stuff that hits a bit too close to home. Um, because you have to remember with a platform, you're going to be talking about a lot of serious stuff sometimes. Um, and it can get a bit mentally draining, especially if you're resharing a story of yours um, so, so much. Like, I remember when I was suffering with my mental health um, last year, well, I suffered all the time, but like <laughs> last year, I think, um, no, 2021. So after UK National Miss Final, I had that period of, like, waiting if I was going to enter another one or not. And then other stuff happened in my life. And I did not want to be recording, like, Queen Chats, which is a mental health podcast. I didn't want to be talking, um, you know, and in, in going into other people's trauma and, you know, reliving my own trauma. Like, I didn't want to do that. Um, and my whole platform was mental health. And this is why I changed it um, when I then got my sash for last year because I needed something that I can talk about my experiences I can talk about things that have happened in my life that are pretty traumatic but I don't have to read them every single time and I can choose when I want to share these and I can choose when I need to to go into that should I need to like you don't have to you don't need to have a platform for most pageants um but you need to have a plan (laughs) you need to have something um and that's why, you know, going deeper into yourself and thinking, okay, so what's this about me? What's that about me? What can I do? So hence why, like, my platform is something that covers all bases. So I can have the educational part of it, um, as well as the activism part of it. Um, but also the fun side of it as well. Like, there's loads of different places where I can go with it. Um, so when you choose a platform, don't just choose it because you feel like you have to do it. Um and making sure it relates to you that you have enough content to you and this is what we're going to go over in the platform course which I'll talk about um at the end but it's finding something that works with you with your pageant journey and with your time like how much time you have um before the finals and after um you know and what you want to continue doing and this also goes into what you want to do as appearances as well um it's finding stuff that works with you and your personality you know there are some um challenges that are really fun and maybe you're more athletic so these would be great challenges to you maybe you're more artistic and there are some campaigns that um are more appealing um you know there are loads of different places in pageantry and this is why when it also comes to fundraising is work with what you can do like what talents or what things can you do to raise money it's the reason why I raise money through pageant training through you know pageant con and the courses and you know the other stuff that I do because those are my strengths you know why why not like I mean I could just make money off them but I can raise money for charity at the same time it's the reason why all of our face-to-face events have always been fundraising for different charities because it it just you know that's my way of giving back and it's how I can get the money to charities um so maybe you might have 
something like that that you can teach it may be something crafty it may be something fitness related um it could be something business related you know um it can help that way um you know tap into those resources that you have to fundraise it might be that you're really good at talking you can get loads of different sponsors so then you can hold a sponsored event um you know great event planning there's you know work to your strengths work to like if you've got a great area to go to um always make your personal stamp on your events or your fundraising and it could be where you can't actually go out fundraising so you bring this stuff online can you do a raffle can you offer your services that way um maybe it's just decluttering your wardrobe and selling your stuff on ebay to make some extra cash and put that into the charity fund especially how i um fundraised for my first ever pageant because <laughs> I remember they did an article about it in our local paper and it was like me just holding these dresses um that was when I had a serious shopping problem I probably still do but <laughs> but pageants like I get to actually wear it um but I was putting my dresses on eBay and all of the profits after obviously like postage um were going to the charity um, I think I raised like a hundred and twenty for that, maybe a bit more. Um, I know the next year for that pageant, I actually held. Oh, I did a pub quiz as well. I did that because I knew in my area. Well, <laughs> all my family worked for this one pub. Um, all the all of the generations in there. Um, so I knew I had a place. Next year, I had a different pub, but still had a place, raffles, like, quiz, loads of different things. Um, yeah, all the fun of that. Um, but, yeah, play to your strengths if you're, if you're well-known in your community. Get your community on board. And that is how, then, going into an interview, you know, making it about you as you are a community person. You do lots of things in your community, um, like, the support that you have, and that's something you want to continue when making your plans for when you win, you want to make sure that there's that personal connection to the things you're doing. That's what it is. That's, you know, speaking about yourself, <clears throat> but also making sure that you have a connection to what you're doing. I'm not saying you need a connection to every single thing you do with your sash on. Um, but, you know, I'm really happy when I go to Pride events wear my sash because, you know, it's something that needs to be done more. And it's celebrating. It's such an amazing atmosphere. You know, love is love. Um, but also I love that I get to go to a... Every year I get to the duck race. And I get to... Um, I mean, last... Not last year. When did I do it? I think it was 20... No, not 2020. 2019. Um, I got to operate the JCB. Like, <laughs> how fun is that? Um, I had that connection here to my community. Uh, but I also have the connection to the patent industry when I talk about my fundraising, you know, Sparkles of Rhinestones links into all of that. Um, so when you're making your plans, you want to make sure that there's something that, you know, speaks to you and is on your level. And it's not just, yeah, I'm going to do all these appearances. I'm going to fundraise for all these charities. Like a charity, are you going to fundraise for the chosen charity once you've won? Or do you want to pick your own charity? Because not all of us have a connection to the chosen charities. Some do and will continue. But as I said, for me, I never fundraised... Um, I never fundraised for the chosen charity. Um, and that was a personal choice. I'm not saying that everyone has had that choice. But that was my personal choice because I had charities that I wanted to support which were more 
on my levels, you know, there are mental health charities and especially for Switchboard, which, you know, all this money goes to. Um, I know that it's some, you know, it's a service that I could be using. Now, don't get me wrong, there are services that <laughs> you, you don't kind of don't kind of don't want to be using, um, but we fundraise for. But yeah, it's, you know, is that in your plan? And so when you have a platform, when you describe it, is it because it means something to you or because you know you can do loads with it? There still needs to be that sort of connection. Um, so with all of that, when you are talking about your interview prep or, you know, how you're um, marketing yourself in pageantry, and it sounds, it takes the like fun out of it when I'm saying marketing, but it's, you know, it's how you're projecting yourself into the pageant world. Write down the stuff that you want to get out in what you would like to do. Um, because especially there can be, you could be asked to do a series because of your platform. Like, oh, well, my platform's this too. So, you know, let's interview each other. Um, or maybe there's a topical piece, like for me with the magazine. Um, well, this is something I plan to do, but what I used to do for other pageant magazines and sometimes for the Sparkles blog is I would interview like different groups. Um, so in the pageant magazine, you know, that was actually called the pageant magazine, mine's the ultimate pageant magazine. Um, <laughs> um, I did a story about like people who had come runner up, like the comeback queen, that's what I called it. People who had come back um, from a placement, whether it's that system or another system, and that they had won. So talking about like their attitude beforehand, like how they recovered from it. Uh, there were also like a mum and daughter piece. We did a curvy queen piece. Um, I'm just thinking of all the stuff I've done over the years, <laughs> but there are loads of different pieces to come. Um, it could be like where you have your platform. So I want to know like how you're implementing it, especially when we, in the ultimate pilot magazine, I did a section of, um, the, um, platform talks. And I interviewed three different people with three different platforms. Um, but it could be, there's a themed month. Well, it is. Some magazines have done this pageant magazines where, you know, it's breast cancer awareness, so they want to feature people who have that as their platform. Um, they could be doing an interview series and they want to have that. So if you're known for that, you will be asked more. You're more likely to be asked to do that. Um, obviously, it's great to message if you're like, yeah, I want to be involved in that. Um, but yeah, so think of all the fun stuff. <laughs> the fun stuff. And when you're talking about words that describe yourself... Um, I said, you don't want to be too pageant heavy on it. So you want a fun word that will go in there. Now, it doesn't mean you have to look at a thesaurus, but um, I just think it's a lot harder speaking about yourself than speaking about other people or about the topic in hand, which is the pageant you're competing in. But you need to bring yourself into it. You need to hype up your achievements and things you've done. You know, if you fundraise this amount of money, put that in there. If you organise your own event own campaign put that in there sometimes we just reference things and and also sometimes people will choose one thing and it's like yeah but you actually did put a lot more effort into this one you know that was a lot of time work you just turned up for this one I'm not saying you just turned up because you, know, you went to support it but in this example you put a lot of work in there you did a lot of stuff um you know if I was ranking the appearances the one you'd put the more effort in would be higher so hype yourself up girls honestly 
honestly, say it in the mirror, say it to your voice notes on your phone, like, get it out there. So, with all these, like, free words and qualities and, and role models and stuff, they need to link back to you. You need to be about you and you need to add yourself into it. Not You might think that what you do is boring or doesn't need to be talked about, but someone else would be like, wow, that's so cool. But as I always say, if you're going to say you can sing, be prepared to be asked to sing. Same with dance. They might ask something about that. Sign language, they're going to expect you to do sign language. Speaking of a language, cool, tell me. Um, You know, if you have something that's really fun, they're going to ask you more about it. So how you control your interview is where you're going to put that in your interview Um. And how you're going to go forward with that. Because there's only so many places you can go with some questions. Um, But yeah, make your platform about you and how to then make that more personal without going into more personal. Which is, you know, when you say it out loud, it's like, eh. But it needs to be a reflection of you. Everything you do in pageantry is a reflection of you. Um, So that's why... Some people aren't always joining in some things because, you know, it doesn't serve them. And when you're saying that, it's like, mm? <laughs> what? But it is, you know, it, it needs to serve you in some way. And we had this discussion, literally I interviewed Caitlin um, last weekend. So last weekend, it was two days ago. Um, <laughs> but there's sometimes you need to be selfish. And that is sometimes you need to be able to do stuff... Um, that benefits you, and I'm not saying benefits you because it does help other people as well, but we can't be everywhere, we can't be doing everything, and sometimes, like, it's just not in our, like, you know, it's, <laughs> I can't even think, it's not in our arsenal, it's not in our, you know, bag of tricks, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know where I'm going with that, but with pageantry, it's, it's your personal journey, and so to get more about you, and to get that person into there, you need to start practicing things, and how to get in, book in those online interviews now, if you're competing for pageants in June, and July, and August, oh my god, August, and September, and October, it's a pageant every month from June, isn't there, well obviously we have two, <laughs> we have two weekends coming up, we have Galaxy, and IGM, back-to-back weekends, I'm thinking, what am I going to do, where's this money going to come from, uh, <laughs> what are we planning, also, what's the food going to be like, what are we doing, girls, um, but yes, so, um, write down stuff that you want to get across in your interview, write down some fun tidbits, you know, there could be something really fun, um, but even if you don't think it's interesting to other people, you do it for a reason, so, to get that there, um, but yes, so I hope this has helped you a little bit, I know that for some people, talking about themselves is quite hard, um, but you have to think with every interview, it's just like having a conversation with a friend that you haven't seen for a long time, and you're catching up with each other's lives, um, the same with when you go on live on an interview, exactly the same, you know, when you're talking about platforms and events and things, um, yeah, you're just catching people up, Treat it that way rather than like, oh, I'm judged, I'm like this. I think you'll find you'll relax a bit more. But that is that. Now I will literally just give a couple more minutes to discuss um, the platform course that we have. It's April the 14th of, yeah, 14th of April, Friday at 8pm. And it was something that you guys requested. 
um now it is all about platforms so we're going to discuss about choosing your platform um how to make more of an impact of your platform like what content to create of it you know creating campaigns events charity events etc um so the canva will be used we'll be going into all of that and it's only five pound as well so it's really good if you're unsure about your platform if you have a platform but you're not sure where to go um i like to think of myself as a platform expert just because i've had my platform for well when you want to have for two years <laughs> um well nearly two years wait hold on yeah nearly two years but i had a platform since 2014 um and I've helped a lot of other people with platforms. I've helped create lots of campaigns and um, awareness things like that. Especially Sparkles was the one that brought out the awareness calendar, um, which always changes. So it's always like, <laughs> oh, it's always fun. Like I literally the calendar for this year and then one of the dates has changed already. So I was like, oh, that's great, isn't it? <laughs> that's great. Thank you. Um but anyways, apart from that, it's only £5. It goes to the switchboard and the Just Given link is in our Instagram bio and our link tree. So if you would like to join, it's virtual. Um, it's down as potentially an hour. Um, so most likely be like 40 minutes going over stuff and then like questions and answers. Depends because like the interview was put down as an hour. But <laughs> it's been like 50 minutes of it talking. Um and there'll be a PowerPoint presentation so you can actually see visually and it'll be sent to you afterwards so you can see and and look back and catch up. And that's something that I need to be writing in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I've got all of the ideas down because I think that some people um, find it really hard to progress their platform further than just a few Instagram posts, which, you know, is part of the platform. And some people are hung up that they don't get as many likes or um, as much engagement. And sometimes there are campaigns that are just a bit ish. Um, so we're going to discuss loads of stuff. And it's only £5 and it goes to charity. Um, but we also have a couple of other things coming up. There's definitely about creating social media content. I don't know if I said this at the start because I record this episode like three times now because I had to rush off because they thought that the water would stop working at my kids' school and then it turned back on and I was just at the bus stop. Honestly, I would be fuming if I was travelling all the way to town. <laughs> Oh, fun times. Um, but yeah, we also have some stuff planned for May. Um, and also we'll be launching the um, front cover competition. Um, I think we'll launch that in... Might launch that next month, actually. Now we're there. <laughs> now we're there. Uh, probably the end of April. Um, end of April, May. So I can get the photo done. Um and yeah so lots of fun things i need to get to a thousand pound for our fundraising before july because that's my handover sad times um but i'm still here uh but if you have any requests at all for any podcast episodes or any courses actually to be honest um probably definitely need to do the interview course another time um maybe august because august not too much happens pageant wise um i know we do have two pageant free we have three pageants in august actually so there is actually um quite a few pageants happening and they're like yeah no nothing usually happens because three pageants oh my goodness um that's a lot well anyway apart from that i will be at galaxy both galaxy and igm i'm at galaxy um saturday and sunday obviously igm is saturday and sunday all the parts so come and say hi if you want to talk about pageants 
Um, I've got donation collections and also hand books are back in stock on Wednesday. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and I hope you have an amazing week.